Hey, I'm Jay Kerman. Thanks so much for listening to episode five of the Dog Pound Podcast. Ethan and I are excited to be starting back up and covering the Churchill lacrosse team as the spring sports season is underway. On today's show, we're going to be recapping the home opener for the lacrosse team, their 7-6 win against the Heights School on Friday night. I'll be talking to Harrison Gerber, second-line attackman for the team, get his perspective on the game. And Ethan and I will talk about their season as a whole and talk about what they need to do to reach the state championship game. If you have any comments, feel free to leave them on the Churchill Observer webpage next to the link for this story. And uh, the Dog Pound Podcast is also available on iTunes and SoundCloud, so be sure to subscribe if you enjoy the podcast. Episode 5 starts right now. Alright, so to start off episode 5 of the Dog Pound Podcast, I'm here with my friend and second line attackman for the varsity lacrosse team, Harrison Gerber. Uh, Harrison, uh, you were out last night with an illness, so you are on the sideline helping with the scorebook, but still in the middle of the action. Um, what did you think of last night's game, first of all? Yeah, well, um, I definitely do not think it was our best performance as a team. We definitely have a lot of room to grow. But it definitely um, showed a lot about this team that we were able to pull out a close game against the Heights. Yeah, and so th- this game was really close the entire time. Like, did you feel almost uh, like what was the energy like on the sideline as that game went down the stretch? Like, was it were people tense, excited, anxious? Um, I would say it was definitely a mixture. It was very intense and very exciting. I mean, there was definitely that kind of back and forth going on throughout the game in terms of goals. So, um. Yeah, I would just say both. All right, so obviously you guys beat the Heights last night, and from now until the time you guys play Landon, it'll be all public school teams that you guys will play, and really games you'll be favored to win in all of them. So how is it different preparing for a game like this against a private school where it's going to be a lot tougher? Well, we, we're we always really excited to uh, face off against a private school because a lot of our really great players, they really um love the opportunity to prove that going to a public school versus a private school was the right decision, and that Churchill as a public school can compete with any private school out there in Montgomery County. Yeah, so do you think that that makes it almost like a rivalry between the public schools and the private schools? Yeah, I mean, especially with the Heights, with um two straight years of one-goal games, I mean, there's definitely um that rivalry building between us and them. All right, so let's talk back about uh, this game a little bit. So uh, going into the halftime, you guys only scored two goals in the first half. Obviously, you guys one of the most high-powered offenses in the state. Um, and so what what were the coaches saying to you guys at halftime to sort of get the offense jump-started for the second half? Yeah, well, I mean, I think we just came out a little bit flat to start off uh, this game. So we really just wanted to go back to the basics of our offense and um, just back to the fundamentals. All right, Harrison. So obviously you haven't been able to get into the game yet this year, still recovering from that illness. But what's it been like in practice, you know, getting the chance to go up against these really strong, you know, college committed, some of them, uh, Churchill defenders? Well, it's definitely a challenge, but it really um, makes you better as a player. You know, they really uh, expose your weaknesses, so you can (laughs) see uh, what you need to get better at. And as a team, you know, when you go up against the best defense, uh, very possibly in the state, like, they can prepare you for any team that you're about to go up against. All right, one last question for you, Harrison. Obviously, seeing the game last night, there was a lot of a lot of crazy hair on display. Will you be growing the typical lacrosse player mullet this season? <laughs> you know, Jake, um, I'm not sure I personally have the hair for it, but I'm sure uh, several of my teammates may. <laughs> okay, thanks, Harrison.
All right, welcome back to the Dog Pound Podcast. I'm here now with Ethan S. Miller, and Ethan, it's time to talk some lacrosse. In our intro, we promised a season, um, our season expectations and the key players, but before we get to that, Jake, I want to review the lacrosse game against the Heights for the Bulldogs. Um, what were your initial impressions of a great game that went down to the wire? It's not often that you get to see them match up against a private school team like the Heights, who is very evenly matched with them, and as a result, we got a very fun lacrosse game to watch last night. Uh, really a treat for the fans and the players. Um, Churchill was able to pull it out, 7-6, to six, uh, in a very close game. Uh, lots of things to talk about there, lots of things that they can build on and improve on. And this is one of those games where I think the uh, the offense was a little bit slow early. Uh, only I think they only got two goals in the first half, and and then they really turned it on late in the game. But what kept them in it throughout uh, was the play of Alex Crombie in net, the senior goalie who finally gets his chance to be the starter after Marcus Hurd graduates last season, and he comes out making a huge impact in his debut, um, especially in the fourth quarter. Uh, Churchill was down one, took a penalty, and Crombie made two or three good saves in a row to keep it at a one-goal game and set the stage for an amazing last five minutes of play for Churchill where they came back, turned the scoreline around from being down one to up one, and then were able to stall out in the last three minutes, basically torturing the Heights by just stalling with the ball. Yeah, Jake. Um, with Marcus, um, you knew you knew what you were going to get last year. He was, he was a fantastic goalie, and Alex Crombie came out and – he wanted to prove that, you know, he could be the goalie of this year, and he certainly did his job. Yeah, and another thing that you cannot overlook when you talk about this game is the defense, the long poles for Churchill, who, one of the most integral parts of his team's success last year, for sure. But what we saw was, whereas uh, the Heights defense tired out late and Churchill was able to take advantage of it, the Churchill defense never wavered down the stretch, and that was a huge part of why they won this game. Yeah, you know, they infused some other players. Ian Rosenthal had a few key key plays where he got in on a penalty kill and he had a huge, huge stop. He deflected a shot, and I think that really spurred this defense. Knowing that you have guys off the bench that can come in and contribute really does affect the starting lineup because they know at any time if they don't play well, they have a guy that can come off the bench that can come in for them, and that really is something that Coach that Coach Jeffords is going to take into account, knowing that he has the ability, if any guy doesn't play up to his standards, he can just put in a sub that will come in and contribute and play well. All right, that's it for our recap of last night's 7-6 win over the Heights. Coming up, the one key Ethan and I think that the team needs to do if they're going to go all the way to States this year. All right, well, now we're going to talk about the one key thing. Obviously, there's more, but the one thing that Churchill has to do if they're going to make that run to states this year and get past Severta Park, Howard, those lacrosse titans from Northern Maryland. Ethan, you're up. Thanks for making me go first, Jake. So my first key is the face-offs. I mean, if you were watching last night, clearly that was a deficiency. Now, that can be contributed to the top two face-off um, face-off players Merrick Williford and Jiwoo Kim not being available, but in general, face even when they're healthy, face-offs are going to be a huge key. Last year, their their top face-off man was Austin Laborwit, who committed to Trinity and is currently playing at Trinity. He holds the Churchill record for face-offs. So, 
that 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 was such a huge strength last year, and this year it is such an unknown with a with a freshman probably going to be taking over that load. And if they if they lose a faceoff matchup like they did last night against the Heights, um, they it will be a lot more difficult for them to um get these huge leads and attain them during the regular season, but also during the postseason. Uh, so the key for me this year is definitely going to be staying out of the penalty box. Uh, last year, this was something where you'd see commonly these uh, opponents from Montgomery County would come in and play Churchill at home, and they'd know, they'd know that they were overmatched uh, in terms of the stick skills and the teamwork and the overall lacrosse talent, but they try to impose a very physical style of play um, to, to sort of be the great leveler um, almost because of their talent deficiency, and sometimes Churchill would sort of fall into this trap and become too physical and make some mistakes that would let their opponents hang around a little bit. This year, I think we need to sort of take the high road in those situations and stay out of the penalty box um, and not allow teams to not allow teams to, to push them around on the field, obviously, but to not sort of fall victim to teams like Wooten and WJ coming in just trying to uh, get a big hit to pump up their crowds. Uh, Churchill should just stick to what they know, and what they know is that they are the more talented and better coached lacrosse team they can come out on top if they don't make silly mistakes. And I think if they do those two things um, well, like we were talking about, there is there is no doubt in my mind that they are the favorite this year to win the state championship. We'll be back with podcasts throughout the season after all of the lacrosse team's key games. Until then, I'm Jake Herman here with Ethan S. Miller, and thanks for listening to the Dog Pound Podcast.